Today, we are speaking about becoming a master host. And what I mean by master host is becoming the best podcast host you possibly can that can be open for growth and other opportunities. This is Podcast Secrets, where we uncover the do's and don'ts of podcasting. I'm Sinead, your host and podcast coach here every Tuesday. By becoming a better host and improving your hosting skills, we know that practice makes perfect. And once you are prepared, you will be able to deliver a podcast that will captivate your audience, that will keep them engaged and keep returning. And by doing that, we are providing the C3 framework, that valuable content. We are consistent. We are committed to our podcast, as well as we are building a relationship with our audience. Okay, so how do we go upon doing that? So I've got a six tricks up my sleeve, which is going to help you to improve your hosting skills. The first one, avoid caffeine. Yes, I know that sounds really, really weird, but what caffeine does, it creates a lot more saliva in your mouth. And with saliva in the mouth, you create a wet audio sound. Now you can edit that as much as you want, but in the end, you're going to end up with an audio clip that doesn't sound like you at all. So instead opt for the water and the banana, that way you have natural energy and you don't feel dehydrated. Number two, check your studio setup. We know once you are organized, you know where everything is. If an interview does go sideways or you went off track a little, at least your studio is set up and you know you are recording right, your wires are plugged in correctly and you don't have to fluff about anything. So like I mentioned, check your wires, check your internet connection is good, close all unnecessary tabs that will break your recording if you're recording online doing an interview. And then as well, maybe you need an extra light in front just to bring up a dark room when you're video recording. Those are all the small things of a studio, but it makes such a big difference once you are organized and you are ready to go. Number three is breathing. So I've heard a lot of funny audio tracks in my days where one, people forget to breathe. What happens with that is if you are rushing through your podcast episode and you just gasping for air every now and then, your audience, the, the listeners, they are going to start imitating what you're doing. So what you're going to have is even though you have that emotion flow that you've nicely created and laid out through your episode, you're rushing through your episode and you're going to leave your listeners exhausted in the end because they're going to be taking all these deep breaths with you and imitating what you're doing. Another one with breathing is being, for instance, too close to the mic. This way you sound like a heavy breather and this way you are breathing right on top of the microphone. Your words become distorted and not clear to the ear. So remember to keep that fist if you're a quiet speaker or neutral speaker. And then if you realize that, for instance, you become very loud when you get excited, which happens when we speak on the podcast, try keep a fist with an open hand. This way you are close enough, but once your voice raises, you aren't distorting the audio. Number four is jaw exercises. So when we speak, we utilize our jaw. If you're doing an interview or even just recording by yourself before the time, 
do a bit of breathing, but go ahead and put your two fingers on your jaw and gently massage it just like I'm doing right now. That way you are relaxing those muscles. So even if your interview gets a little tensed up, you appear a lot more relaxed and you feel a lot more relaxed. Another way afterwards is just by opening your mouth a little and moving your jaw side to side like this. I know that might seem a little funny, but it really, really helps. And it's such a small little quick trick to do. Number five is your tone of voice. Now, this one is so, so important because your tone of voice is what's going to define your brand. Now, I don't know if you've heard of a brand voice, but for me, this relates again to that emotion flow that we created earlier. And you want your brand voice to resemble that personality that you want to deliver as well as that emotion. If you have a very intriguing story, but your brand voice is one tone, you're going to bore your audience. They're not going to be interested. And if you are really hesitant about what you're saying, but you want a confident brand voice, this is not going to relate either. So really think of what you want to deliver and then how your voice is going to align with that message. Now, I don't want you changing your voice to speak a different tone because your voice is you. And even if you think, oh, my accent might make me sound a little funny or silly and no one's going to listen to me because of my accent, please don't think that way. What I've learned going through that exact same phase is that your accent, your voice is what makes you authentic. Just think of how you're, you're going to deliver your tone. So the loudness, the energy in your voice is really what's going to make you stand out. And then lastly, energy levels. Think of ways of how you can boost your energy. Now, I've heard a few podcasters where they have like a mini trampoline in their room and they just bounce on it before the time. For me, I would probably end up out of breath, but if that works for you, perfectly fine. But another way of getting those energy levels up before you record is just coming to a quiet place and think of why you want to deliver this content, that those short and long-term goals. Don't necessarily think of what you're going to deliver or how, but really your why that's going to help drive you. And the reason why you need those energy levels really high up, because in an audio track, it can so easily go into a monotone and sound really boring. So you want that energy to be engaged and exciting and really be able to create that emotion flow. So you have to be a little bit more, how to say, dramatic than you, or you would originally, just so that you can really push that emotion through your microphone and into your listener's ear. So those are my six tricks to increase how to become a master host. Now, when you do podcast interviews, it is your responsibility as the host to deliver an amazing interview. And the reason for that is we want to avoid these common mistakes that happen within an interview. For instance, you get interruptions or your guest gets interruptions. They get a phone call, all family members speaking to them in the background which is fine. We know we can edit that out. But is it really professional? Did we set up our guests so that they could avoid these interruptions? Or maybe they're recording in a really noisy area. Then secondly is having no schedule. So by schedule is setting up 
a call time where you can take interviews. Now, especially in the beginning, we want to start out, we want to get as guests as possible, but you don't want to overload your schedule with just podcast interviews because as soon as you have one after the another, your energy is going to be drenched and you're not being able to conserve that energy throughout each episode because you're just going to burn out. So by setting up an amazing schedule, then thirdly, not being prepared. This is a big mistake. Now, you could either be not prepared or you could be over-prepared. One thing to remember is that you want to integrate that emotion flow into your podcast. So you know you, you've got the outline of questions that's going to relate to your podcast. And by preparation, I mean you need to know who you're talking to at least, but you don't need to go and read if they have a book, the entire book, because you as the host, you want to find out not just what the book is about, but how did they come upon that book? And you want it to relate to your sub sub topics so that you are still providing value to your audience. The fourth common mistake is by reading questions. Now, if I sat here and I said, interruptions, no schedule, no preparation, reading questions, that would seem very, very boring. But if you find a way to integrate that into the conversation and not seem like a bullet point questionnaire, that's going to make your podcast really, really stand out. Okay, so how do we go ahead and do this research of our guests? You want research, for instance, you want the background of the guest. Why are they on your podcast? Most likely, what are they going to benefit from your podcast and how are they going to give value to your audience? Those are things you really want to highlight even before you get them on your show so that you know they're a right fit. You ideally don't want guests on your show who are going to promote themselves the entire time. So within the interview, what you really want to get is the smaller details and background details of the guests. Now, you've got the brief research that you did, but during the interview, I want you to be able to dig a little deeper into, for instance, where they grew up and how did they enjoy their childhood? Did just really look for the smaller details that would make audience more intrigued. And by this, you need to be genuinely curious of what your guest is about and why they stand for why they stand for. This way, you will be able to create that transformation from just a bullet point interview into an entire story that just flows. Like I said, make sure you have that emotion ride that you're taking your guests on so that you know you can bring in those spikes of emotions. But with that, you can align it up with curiosity and really find out more about your guest. And remember, you've got your brand voice that, that you want to deliver. You want to be a bit more energetic than you would ideally think, and as well as the tone of your voice. Now, what I've realized is that when I've interviewed some people is that maybe they are super, super excited for this interview or they really sluggish. They not really into the interview. Now, you want your tone of voices to balance out. You want it to meet in the middle. So if they are really sluggish and you are super energetic, bring it down bring your energy a little down so you can boost them theirs up. That way you meet in the middle and you're both delivering the same energy to create that emotion flow within your show. Then using body language. So especially if you're doing a video recording, but even if you're just speaking to them, 
Use a body language which is open. So make sure your hands are open and be welcome. Keep your chest open so that the air can and the words can flow through. This way you appear more welcoming and more comforting to your guest. Then second last is be open to various cultures and various generations. Now, cultures and generations are so different through over the times and I find them very intriguing, but a lot of people, they don't know how to approach, for instance, someone of a different culture or maybe a different generation. So if you are inviting someone from a different generation, think about how you're going to approach them that is more likable. For instance, someone that's 82 might not find millennial jokes funny. So think of how you can approach them to get the most out of the conversation. And lastly, think of the lasting goal. What is going to make your interview really spark and how are you going to achieve it? So by adding all of these together, building that curiosity, finding out the smaller details and boosting in that emotion throughout your interview so that you can get the most and provide that valuable content to your audience. So here are a few ways that will help you achieve this lasting goal. Now, filler words and coin phrases are used a lot. Filler words, for instance, you the usual um, the ah, the so, okay, now, all those words are filler words. Then coin phrases is a repeated phrase. For instance, you're doing an interview and for some other reason, you just come up with the same answer. For instance, oh, that is really nice. Okay. Oh, that's nice. But what you're doing with this coin phrase is you're not growing the conversation. You're pretty much putting it off hold. Neither of these are bad. What's really happening is that your brain has gone into a pause state. So it's how you could say downloading. It's thinking. It's thinking of what next. But a way to not entirely avoid them, but to help grow your interview is by using reflections. And with that, we have mirroring and paraphrasing. So these are two ways in which you can substitute these filler words or coin phrases to keep the momentum going of the interview. And by mirroring, you are repeating exactly what your guest said, the last sentence, in a question format. Let's look at mirroring as an example. And I love to think of mirroring as, for instance, the beauty pageants where they ask the beauty queen or princess, why do you love the environment? And says, I love the environment because. So that is pretty much mirroring what the question is, using the exact same thing and repeating it in a question or statement format. Now, paraphrasing is using that as, but adding an emotion reflector in there. So you're going to ask, why did you feel that? Or why did it make you feel that way? Or how did it help you achieve a certain thing? So those are the two reflections I highly recommend you try integrating into your interviews if you feel that you are getting stuck from using coin phrases or filler words that pretty much kill a conversation. So let's look at a few ways of how to save a bad interview. Now, these happen and they are more common than you think. But the way I like to do this is by keeping your guests prepared before they even join 
the interview. And I do this by sending them a quick form where they can look at what type of recording software are we using so they can get a good feel on it, how to use it before the time, as well as make sure that they check their studio. Do they have their microphone set in? Do they use earphones? That's a big one that a lot of guests feel the need not to do. But what that does is it creates a playback. So for instance, you are speaking, you hear the audio in your ear, but then you also hear it from the computer speakers. So you've got two multiple audio playbacks there. So what's creating is, for instance, this echo in the room. But once you put the earphones in, it totally eliminates that. So I highly recommend that you kind of enforce that they wear the earphones and the way to do that is by adding it to your studio setup pamphlet. Now, within the pamphlet as well, you can say, okay, avoid distractions. Please record on a quiet time where there's no background noise. You can send them a brief outline of maybe a few questions that you might be asking. These are all in the pre-preparation for the interview. But during the interview, ultimately to save it is by really going deeper into your guest's questions. For instance, you could have a guest that just gives you two word answers and you're not really getting much out of it. If you start diving in deeper and really being curious about the guest, they will feel that and they will feel like you want to know more. As well as if the guest speaks a lot, maybe take a few notes of something that stood out while they were speaking and then touch back on that at a later stage. Okay, so that was being a master host. So today's challenge is look at a few ways that can help you become a better host. Go ahead and look at other podcasts that really light up for you. For instance, if they do interviews or if they are solo podcasters, what makes their podcast stand out? Analyze it from a podcast audit view. How are they delivering the message? How are they creating the emotions within their show? And really think of how you can learn from that. As well as I'll be posting a video below this one of how you can set up your Calendly account. So Calendly is a free interview software where you can create multiple interviews and really block out time so that you're not going to overload yourself with interviews. With that said, remember all the links and video tutorials spoken about within this episode is attached below. Now, if you are enjoying this, let me know in the rating review section. Tell me what you want more of, what you don't want more of, and I will provide.